Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. We are on episode 99. Tomorrow's the big one, our centennial celebration. Um, it's our last chance to try to get to the top 10 on, on the iTunes charts for our categories. So please swing by and give us a rating and a review of five stars, please. Ignoring yesterday's episode, which was a stinker. And, um, of course we're going to still keep doing, I'll, I'll extend it, um, to the end of the week, which would be our 101st episode. Um, if you share us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you do, uh, just a kind word or a link to the podcast or something, make sure to tag at Hero Habit, one word, and um, we will pick a person from that pool of people who tag us in their post to receive a Kinks and Beatles um, gift package, and we'll send that your way. All right, today, though, episode 99. We are talking about Low Budget by The Kinks, released on January 26, 1979, as the B-side to I Wish I Could Fly Like Superman. And then, of course, it was released uh, later in the year, July 10th, 1979, on the album by the same name. Um, this is a good song. So 1979 comes around. Arista Records or Arista. I've always said Arista, but I've heard it pronounced the other way. So whichever way you want to pronounce it. Arista Records demands new music from the band in return for um, financing their British University tour. So the, the Kinks go into the studio for a few days in January and record Superman, Low Budget, and Pressure, uh, all of which would end up on the Low Budget album. Um. And that's it. Gets released as a single just a couple weeks later. It appears in their set list even before the um, the single's release. They have Superman and Misery, uh, Misery, Low Budget. Where did that come from? Superman and Low Budget in their uh, set list for that university tour. They did something like 16 gigs in 17 days or something they wanted to replicate what it was like being an up-and-coming band who was you know hungry for that stardom and everything and so they crammed a lot of tour dates into half a month basically um dave davies lead guitarist of the kinks said of his guitar playing i like low budget it's wild i like that kind of uh, almost country style playing it's like a shape i don't even worry about what notes i play as I'm doing it. And if you catch a few open strings, you might get lucky with a weird clunk or a harmonic or something. I think all the best stuff is the stuff that happens before you've even realized what you've done. He's talking about the guitar riff, but overall this song is got some solid guitar playing. The The song is built for arenas. Um, It's got the call and response with Ray say, you know, what did you say? I'm on it. You know, he's got that kind of stuff. It's got a big, uh, simple chorus that everyone can sing along with. It's got a loud guitar riff 
that you know would fill a, a, a an arena or a stadium or whatever. This song is custom made for their upcoming successes on on touring this band all over, uh, particularly America. That said, the riff bears a more than passing resemblance to "Life's Been Good" by Joe Walsh. Now, I'm not saying it's plagiarism. Um, I just think they're very similar. There's probably, I, if I went digging, I could probably find 50 other songs that have very similar riffs. It's not, um, I don't want to say it's not a clever riff. It's a great riff, but it's not one that is particularly unique because of the chord structures that it's that it's written on and the style of guitar that both he, uh, Dave Davies and Joe Walsh are playing. It's just, a, it's one of those riffs. It's It's, you know, it's like starting a blues song. Um, with you know the like sure hoochie coochie man did it first maybe but you know everybody does it and it's just a a a natural fit i think this this riff probably came to, to both guys naturally life's been good came out first um the year prior mid to late 78 i believe but the reason i bring it up in particular is because of the subject matter of each song life's been good by Joe Walsh is all about the excesses of rock and roll tearing up hotel rooms and, and stuff like that. And it's a very tongue in cheek, um, sardonic look at the excesses of being a rock star where you have low budget, which has kind of like the sister riff also has the sister subject where this is talking about a guy who had it all and now has nothing. And he's on a low budget. And I don't know. I think those, the fact that these songs are vaguely similar sounding uh, on that, based just solely on that guitar riff. There's nothing else about these songs that sounds similar. But the guitar riff does have some, some similarities. But the fact that the subject matters are kind of the um, yin and yang of this topic. You've got one guy talking about riches, the other guy talking about destitution uh it's a cool coincidence that that happened like that cheap is small and not so steep but best of all cheap is cheap that i think is one of ray's best opening lines that's such a cool line um circumstances forced my hand to be a cut price person in a low budget land times are hard but we'll survive i just got to learn to economize um ray has a reputation has had a long-standing reputation for being cheap. Despite being a millionaire, um, he's got a reputation for being cheap. And I think this song may be kind of a projection of his fears. The reasons he's cheap is because he's afraid of waking up one day and and losing everything. And you see rock stars that have done that. You know, they get swindled by a manager or embezzled from or whatever, and and they go, you know, riches to ruins, or they stop writing hits. And and people stop playing them on the radio, so their royalty checks dry up a little bit, you know. And so, I think this kind of you know paints a picture at Ray's insecurities around money, and and he does it in a way like Joe Walsh does with "Life's Been Good," that is kind of telling and also funny. You know, Joe Walsh did it in a tongue-in-cheek way but he was also tearing up hotel rooms and drinking in you know himself into a stupor so like he, he was 
maybe making light of it, but it was still autobiographical. This one, Ray may not be destitute. He may have a couple million in the bank or whatever at this point, but he's still living on a low budget mentality. Um, one reviewer pointed out the line, um, uh, what is it? Art takes time. Time is money. Money's scarce. And that ain't funny. Millionaires are a thing of the past. We're in low budget Ville where nothing can last. Money's rare. There's none to be found. So don't think I'm tight. If I don't buy a round, that is a solid line. Um, but there are others that I think are, are even better. I like this song. I actually like Low Budget uh, as an album. There's a lot of good tunes on that one, including the aforementioned Misery, um, which we're not talking about today, but was in my head apparently. This is a good, though, like just straight ahead rock and roll album. If you want to hear what the Kinks sound like as a straight ahead rock album, a rock band without the recording limitations that their early 60s rock output had this is a great one to to go to it's less polished than the couple previous ones like misfits um or sleepwalker but it's polished enough and the guitars are turned up and ray's voice is incredible on this one um it's a solid tune i like this one Tell me what you think about this. Let me know what songs you like that we haven't covered yet. Let me know what songs you hate or like that we have covered. Um, and we, you know, I will play those voicemails. So call me, 925-494-1739. I know there are people listening. Get involved. Jump on in. Um, we've got some voicemails and emails and stuff uh, stockpiled right now for when we talk about those songs. But if we've already covered a song, don't be shy. Let's let's talk about it some more. And um and I'll play it on a future episode. All right. You can call me 925-494-1739. There is a bonus episode um being sent out to our contributors this week. Actually, there's going to be two bonus episodes sent out to the con- contributors um within the next couple weeks. So, uh if you swing by herohabit.com and sign up for our support. Um, You can get those early. Otherwise you have to wait. All right. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.